Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Rodcast. Today, we are talking about how to build a positive experience for first-time visitors to church, which is a big and important topic. So, Pastor Rod, why why is this so important? It's kind of obvious, but I'll throw yeah. it your way. You know what? When I first went to church, as an as a a new like becoming to Christ person, I was so scared in Sydney, Australia. I was a fireman. I had a good job. I had you know, I had a lot of things were, were, were good, but going to church was scary. It was really scary. Mm. I didn't know what the yeah. people were like. I didn't know what the culture was like, and um, I just always st- stuck with me just how important it is to help people have a good experience on the first time. For me, that was a, as a non an, a non believer in Christ or coming to Christ person, a seeker. Yeah. I don't know if we still use that term, but I was a seeker. And um, and then there's other people, uh, e- even now, like if I'm visiting a church somewhere in the world, I want to know what's it going to be like. And so, you you know, you check out the website and maybe Instagram and you actually try and get a picture. Mm. I think we know people will do this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's important. If, if it's scary for a seeker and it's scary for even uh, a believer or, you know, a pastor to wonder what it's going to be like, I think it's a real issue. And therefore, yeah. I think it's great that we talk about all all angles that we can. And in this discussion, some churches are smaller; they don't have a big team. You know, we could talk about that, and then other churches are, are mm-hmm. large. And so, it's it's an individualized answer, but I think there are some themes that we could talk about. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking about even today with uh, social media, YouTube, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Like people, some people really investigate you before they show up. And uh, it makes sense. I mean, they they don't want to walk into an awkward yeah. situation or yeah, you know, something. I, I that- get I get the question from pastors a lot because we're known for doing you know social media and, and online uh, production stuff. People ask all the time, "Is that important?" Or do people watch? Mm. What? How important is it? And yeah. my answer is, I don't know when or where, but at some point, almost everyone will look at it. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be well above ninety percent that you say, "How did you come?" And it could even be through a friend, but but then the friend has shown them our site or given them the you know Instagram. Yeah. So somewhere in the process, even with a friend, they're looking at something or listening to something before they come. Mm-hmm. It's it's really and, and and here in Japan, where people are not they don't know anything about Jesus at the beginning. Um, it's very important that we give them resource. To see what we're like, because you know, unfortunately, there's been some, you know, cult activity here in Japan in the last year, and one yeah. one cult's actually been outlawed, uh, not a Christian cult, but a, uh, anyway, a different cult. Um, so, even the word church um, in Japan right now is a scary word. So we're even thinking about, you know, using the the Romanized version, which is Church, Chachi, more than right. the translation, which is Kyokai. And that is, this is a very okay. specific thing. But in Japan, we're yeah. thinking through the eyes of what it's like for someone to hear about an invitation to church. Mm. And then we're actually showing them our Instagram or even a lot of our youth have on their, on their phone a part of the video of our service. And they say, it's like this, mm. um, which actually cat captures two things. One, it captures those who have no understanding, absolutely zero. And they're, oh, it's like that. That looks quite friendly. Or for someone who's been away from church to to see 
this is what we do and you can be come and, and relax. So I know we've sort of jumped into it, but I think the social media and, and video side of our church is very, very important. So for a small church, they might say, well, we don't have a team to do that. Well, I, I think we need to try and do something, um, even just a warm welcome. Hi, everyone. You know, I'm pastor such and such. Just an introduction. Um, online, you people. mean? Yeah, online, yeah. Instagram, uh, yeah. whatever it is, YouTube, whatever we can do. Um, so that there is a resource that people can hear our name and search it and see something, hear something. Oh, they you know they they look nice, or they look it looks interesting, or that looks whatever it is. Yeah, I just think the the height of this with people coming to church now is very very high. What do you think? Yeah, I think even being able to see how people are dressed, uh, you know, that smiling, laughing if there's any video, um, chatting, holding coffees, it gives you a vibe of okay, this isn't like too weird <laughs> if you're a complete yeah. non non-christian coming in and uh you're just used to the secular world and and if there's if you see those things like laughter and normal clothes happy people people that look like me um then it's obviously going to help it's just one less obstacle okay you get you get a bit of an idea like for us even on our website we we change the the, the banner to um kind of like a silent video and and that just communicates so much more, obviously, than a still mm. frame photo. Uh, you can see all these different people, and I just think that it it, it would help a new person get a picture yeah. of the church. Uh, and also, if someone is not is look, you know, maybe a Christian, and they're they're looking for something completely different, uh, I'd rather just save them the time. Maybe they can find a church that's more suitable for them. Uh, they yeah. can see what we're really like. Uh, I think transparency is good. Yeah. And can I just interject here too? Some people might be saying, well, it's not about the appearance. It's not about that. It's about the heart. And and we would mm-hmm. we would agree that is the center of a church mm-hmm. is to see the heart of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and his word, to love Jesus and his word is our is our goal. But I was always told as a young believer on this sort of stuff that um, you people have to feel, as a human, have to feel welcome before they open their hearts. Yeah, and I think it's, it is important that we understand that even first impressions, which we'll come to in a minute, um, it it might sound worldly, but it's incredibly human. To you know, I, I could just imagine Jesus wherever he went; he was just so human. He, he's God mm. and human, but the the human side was beautiful, was warm, was you know the children are probably jumping all over him, and they the, the disciples say, you know take the children away and Jesus says no no bring the children you know the the picture of Jesus we need to understand that's very important for parents uh for families most people would understand this but I know that there are some people might say well it's not that important and I would say actually me at 19 as a fireman coming to church the church wasn't what I what I expected I mean back in 1980 can you believe it um actually 1979 um there was no video. There was no social media. Yeah, so, sure. so it's just on friends inviting and then coming. It wasn't what I expected. I, I don't know what I expected, but it, it was small. It was um, very nice people, very nice people. But most people were older. Um, it wasn't my style. I was coming out of a surfing scene and um, n- no judgment on the church, but it just wasn't my style. But the people were super friendly. 
uh, very nice yeah. people, and I, I, I really enjoyed that. But um, you know, I just think you know, I, I, I remember the the feeling of coming to church as a seeker, and then maybe even going to other churches later on. The the humanity side is very important that that people feel this is a place of trust. These are nice yeah. people. They have a message. So I think it is important that we discuss these things. And even we're talking about before they come, um, yeah. the invitation, probably they will search somewhere, right? Yeah. And I think uh, I think there's even truth in Scripture where, you know, when, when David is being chosen and it says that, you know, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Well, we're not we're not trying to get God to church. We're trying to get man. <laughs> right. And they're, they're looking at the outward appearance. <laughs> right. That's what they, that's what they judge things on. And so, cool. and it makes sense. That's all they've got to go off is yeah. what they can see and hear. And so, yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think it's really important. I, I um, in Japan, I, I bring up a little metaphor or picture that for Japanese to give a present to somebody, a, a, a gift, mm-hmm. it, has to be not nicely wrapped for a Japanese person. It's just culture. Yeah. In yeah. fact, when you go and buy something at a department store here, they wrap it for free. Isn't that amazing? In beautiful paper and a ribbon, and yeah. that's that's for free. That's service. Yeah, it's just incredible. Um, but if I had a really expensive gift and I gave it to a Japanese in a brown paper bag, and and, and we do amongst close friends, but I'm talking about maybe mm. a newer friend. Yeah, it could be seen as an insult. And yeah. so even culturally in Japan, the concept of the gift has to be wrapped nicely for me to even look inside. Um, yeah. I think it's part of the metaphor here in, in probably in Hong Kong, probably in Asia, maybe yeah. the world, that there's this concept of if, if it's valuable, it should look nice on the outside. Now, we're not saying that our churches are all about the outside. We, we're agreeing on that. But it's this invitation, first impressions, heart open side and actually it is our heart too to do things nicely so it's not just fake it's it's real and mm. and here's the exciting thing there's, there's there's people in our churches that love that side of presentation isn't that good <laughs> mm. um my wife is one you know yeah, for me sure. i do care about presentation but i'm thinking more of of ease and comfort whereas she's thinking of ease and comfort plus plus more plus you know what what the decoration and the yeah the low cost decorations that anybody can do that's where yeah. Viv and others really excel yeah um, so we're not talking about million dollar budgets we're talking about people with the the gifts that we can yeah. find utilize and they're so excited and people walking in and and just noticing um, in fact at Christmas um they had these special Christmas lights on the side and I walked in with with Viv. Uh, my wife and uh, she said, "Did you notice the lights?" I said, "Oh, wow, looks great." You know, it really meant something to her to present sure. something nice to people. Yeah. There is that gift. Yeah, I relate to that. I care a lot about atmospheres, and you know, especially when people are bringing their families, and you want them to be comfortable. And I think if people are on their guard, that's not that's not how you want them in church. You want them to open up as soon as as quickly as possible, and. I think that yeah. the whole atmosphere and, and presentation is is huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so even we, even uh, how the process of getting to church, the practical right. yeah. process of how where is your venue, what's the access like, what does the building look like? Uh, for us, we've got difficult elevators 
in our building. The elevators are not ideal. And sometimes people can come up through the back and uh, kind of miss our welcome team altogether if we don't have someone down on the ground floor. We're on the uh, uh, second floor. So people, you can't even go up the stairs. You have, yeah. You've only got elevators, and yeah. uh, so we we need to make sure we've got someone at the front so that that so that no one can sneak in and have a a bad experience where they walk in a side door and like there's no one there to welcome them and it's confusing and sure. yeah. So thinking through all of that signage, uh, probably another topic there that's really important: clear signage, where to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially when you're dealing with like multi-story buildings and things like that, when you don't yeah. have a clear church building yeah. where it's just a church. And most of our, just so people know, Lifehouse, we don't actually own any buildings, we rent. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have 15 campus, 15 physical campuses all over Asia and most of them are what uh, Richard just said, in buildings and because we don't own them, we get pushed around a little bit. So there's a new venue here this week, a new venue here. So it's very important that we give notice, give warnings to people, and we, mm-hmm. we send out on either Line or WhatsApp or definitely on the website, definitely yeah. uh, publicly. Next week we're here or here's our schedule for the month and we'll send it to you. Please come on to our, you know, we call it, it's Line or WhatsApp or yeah, whatever. That There's good communication back to people if there is a shift, if there's a change of venue. Um, I know a lot of the world do have physical venues, so this they might this might be irrelevant, yeah. but but maybe not. Maybe it's really important to keep putting out there how to, the easy way to come, or uh, especially on public transport, um, have our maps up to date, our website up to date. Um, yeah. And I think the other thing is that we, you know, whatever whoever writes to us, we must um, have a person to write back. Um, you know. Where are you this week, or whatever? What do you do? You know, like that person be be onto it. Um, and you know, we were on, on our website. We put, you know, it's your first visit. Plan your visit. I know probably mm. thousands of churches do that. Yeah, but having someone actually it's been good, be good on that, and and pastoral and and interact. Mm-hmm. And uh, we find in Tokyo uh, with the, with the plan your visit, and we get quite a lot. Um, you know, about half are tourists, which are great. They're lovely. But the other half are actually locals looking for a church. So, you know, we have to handle those in a different way. Um, but again, it's the speed with which we can respond to that is very, very important. Um, that we give people time to plan and thank you and I'll see you Sunday. And so even before they come to church, there is some people wanting to connect. Not a lot, but there are some. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the same in Hong Kong, but um, yeah, definitely um, Japan. Well, you guys were doing that and uh, I wanted to get it happening and we, we had talked and you were like, yeah, just do it. Like it, it'll it bring some people. And honestly, it I have more people filling out that form than I ever thought they would. <laughs> um, really? Because yeah. there's, we're not, we're, we're not offering too much, you know, we're not offering no. this special experience or anything like that it's more just like information of how to get to church which strangely enough is all on the website and it's funny people will text in saying oh how do i get to church and they're on the website texting us and it's all there so yeah i mean people are people and they're a lot of fun and (laughs) i just think the more info you have the the better it's going to be and you can you can just send them a link and to your address page or something on your website 
It needs to be clear though. Yeah. And, and probably a, a Google map or a Google pin or something like that. You can just put it straight on your phone. Yes. Uh, whether it's a, you're coming by car or train or walking, whatever you're going to have on your phone, wake up that morning, you're not worried. That's another thing. People are worried about how long it's going to take them and um, will I find it and that, mm-hmm. that whole front end. It, it's amazing, I think, on Sunday morning or, or whatever, when people wake up, they make a decision right there. Are they coming or not? That So even with Plan Your Visit, we find about 50% of people actually come on that Sunday. Um, that means 50% don't, which which is fine. But again, just a, a, a touch in the week. Hey, missed you on Sunday. Would you like to plan again? Like, like no, no, no hassle. Just, just touch. Um, because a lot of things happen on a Sunday morning, right? The wake up and the, the, yeah. the child is sick, or yeah. um, the battery's flat, or it's super cold. You can't start the car, or you just don't feel well or you miss the turn or, you know, so many things can happen. And you hear later people saying, Oh, you know, I almost made it, but I got took the wrong turn or uh, here in Japan, I, I got on the wrong train or I missed the stop. It's just so many things and it's just human. And we've got to help mm. those people to maybe try again. Mm. What do you think about when people actually walk in the door? So they've, yep. they've got there. What, what, what do you want? Like what's in your heart, like for a new person to yeah. experience? Well, definitely signage at the front so I know which floor to go to or um, I'm at the right place. Um, yeah. If it's a big building, of course, it's going to have a huge signage. But um, again, a lot of our churches around Asia are not like that. Um, you, you put up the pop-up church and the pop-up sign. and But with the sign... Yeah, which we can't even do. We've, we, if we put anything on the street... I mean, imagine if every business had a sign on the street and there's 20 different floors and each floor has three businesses on it like there'd be nowhere to walk so there's regulations we can't have anything out there we have to have a person holding something or in a t-shirt yeah or like a human sign basically yeah and i think even even most most great churches have people at the door holding a sign saying you know welcome or um you know our church is here or whatever it is um it's very important those people are nice and happy and smiling. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd like to think everyone's like that, but some people are a little bit more, uh, that's not their thing. So finding yeah. out who's great at the yeah. front and with the sign and with, and also being aware if someone's showing a, you know, interest in what you're doing. Hello. You know, um, so that's a person, that's a personality. That's a temperament. Yeah. Not everyone has to be an extrovert, but everyone has to be smiling and um, yeah. and happy. So I think that first that first touch person and sign is like ah I'm here ah yeah it's like that's the first relaxation and then the person's nice and then in, in your church they'd say come in this door and that elevator second floor it's very clear direction uh, you got kids take them to is it the eleventh floor with you yep for us yep. yeah so you, so the person at the front must be able to give quick information. Uh, yeah. otherwise they're going to wrong floors and, and wasting time. Uh, for us, we, we do have probably a better elevator situation. But again, everything I just said makes sense. Front, front. we've actually, mm-hmm. from the train station where we are, is the back entrance of our church. You can't go in. And it's very confusing because that's the building. Right. It's right there. That, I found the building. But no, you've got to go right around the other side to the entrance. So we have to have someone on the back side with the sign saying it's around the other side of the building. Cause I believe people I've seen people they're confused. So again, understanding yeah. the route as much as we can. 
and if we have the people and then they find it um and then for us the elevators are very easy um it's all done so yeah just walking you know a lot of people say walk through your venue walk through the approach into your venue as if you were a first-time visitor just 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 those eyes yeah what it would be like to find your venue so i think you've got a lot of good in hong kong there a lot of good um you're in temple street right that's a pretty good pretty well-known name yeah we're on a famous street actually in hong kong uh but but we're in a building that is run by a christian organization and there's a number of ministries in the building and so we have to clarify like people could literally go to the wrong church in that building uh really? so you know we 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 need a clear situation and and i think to your point uh the person standing has to be more than just a human sign they can't just be they have to engage people and yeah and because they're people's first impression i I think in a lot of other countries it's the car park people yeah that's their first impression of church but in in for our culture we don't have car parks and we 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 have that person standing down on the sidewalk so yeah they got to be engaging Mm. so first impressions do matter and i've actually seen people turn around and, and walk away if, if it was a both in australia with a car park situation or, or in asia with a access situation um i've actually have seen that and, I, and my heart goes oh my heart drops oh i wish we could have helped somewhere there so they could experience great great church together mm. so when they come in um you know there's a saying I, I used to be a salesman and there's a saying you never get a second chance to make a first impression now, for yeah. Christians, that's not true. Uh, we, we've got to be bigger than that. But I do think we have to understand that. And a yeah. lot of people say that people make up their decision about your church in the first five minutes. We, we would probably say they make up their mind in the actual welcome before church. There's a lot that happens in those f- first few minutes. So yeah. um, let, let's moving to that side. So we've got people welcoming, they're coming in. They're already thinking about kids or toilets access or um, when does it start that people are stressed or there's a lot of things to help people into the room and then to realize that um, you know some of them actually come late as well. What do we, you know like how do we help people in? There's a lot of questions as a team that we need to talk about. But I think the first 10 minutes before church is and the first 10 minutes after church is very important for our pastoral and and caring teams yeah uh, welcome teams so yeah w- we've been talking about this right the, the 10 minute you know 10 minutes who cares what how many minutes but the, yeah. the concept of availability of key team of key staff yeah, yeah. and our our team understanding that that is that is the key time like don't be having like little admin chats or you know, catching up with people about something that you could talk to them about during the week, during that time, you've, you've got to be on your game with these new people and their, their first experiences, uh, because they're going to, yeah. a lot of them will leave real quick mm. and they may come in late cause they got lost or something. And, yeah. and then they'll leave as soon as, yeah. you know, the service ends. And so we need to have a, have a plan. And, and I think if our key people are all busy, like doing production stuff or, yeah. you know, other planning stuff. It's just, mm-hmm. it, or, or even just chatting with, uh, you know, good people. I, I think it's, you know, we've yeah. we got to prioritize well in those, you know, before and yeah. after times. 
Yeah, I, I, and I think especially for pastors and key key people need to be f- free if they can to meet yeah. and greet, but not just pastors, really good people who have that gift to try and get them out of production areas if we have the team. That's a big yeah. if, especially for smaller churches, which we have some, um, to try and you know simplify the setup, pull down, because we have our churches are all pop up except for yours. Well, even yours is on the second floor as a yeah. pop-up, yeah. um, to try and take most of our key greeting people out of production things in that 10 minutes and 10 minutes after church. So we're trying to prioritize people-to-people conversations, interactions, how can we help you? Um, and I, th- I think that's really a big part of our church, don't you, Rich? I think we've built that into the fabric of LifeHouse. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hugely important. And I, I, I look so so many times I've heard people say that they they had the welcome, the way they were treated, the fact that people talked to them and they were engaged with when they came was a big part in their decision to yeah. make Lifehouse their home. And yeah, you know, sometimes they do say that they've been other places and no one talked to them, and you know that's it's just a different experience and uh we yeah i yeah. I've, I've i've seen some people come you know there've they've been time well, i'm sure we're not we're not perfect in this and we've there's been people that we've missed and it breaks my heart when i see someone walking out the door and i know we didn't get to that person uh you know so we want to build systems and and train our leaders and all of that uh build a culture um all around this so that we can hopefully try yeah. to fill as many gaps as we can. We might not get to perfection, but I think we can do sure. well. I think so. And, and and obviously, if you're a smaller church, you probably get less visitors, a larger church, more visitors. So I think it probably mm-hmm. is a, a ratio thing of, of trying to release so many people into yeah. these tasks um, for meeting. So if you're a small church and you have five visitors, you, you really need five people, or, you know, 100, whatever it is, you, you, it's ratio-based. Like we try and make people available to meet people. And um, and then we talk a lot about what question, what, how do you engage people? And yeah. um, this is something we've been talking about lately, some, some key words. And as I said, I was in sales marketing for many years and then I was a pastor from my mid-20s, late, later 20s. Um, so I've been a pastor 38 years. Um, and, and the whole thing of questions, what questions do you ask and how do you, the manner in which you ask questions is really important. So we're actually trying to train in this area. Um, and, and I've just found, you know, that's a lot of years, 38 years to be a pastor. I've found asking questions of people consistently, almost nobody gets upset when I ask questions. I'm not saying I'm a big wig. I just learn a lot of things. And I think that we can learn the art of question asking that's not invasive. It's not a questionnaire. Yep. It's about the person. How, is it, the, the heart of it is how can we help you? This is who mm-hmm. we are and how can we help you? And I think I'm smiling right now as I think about all the good times that the first question, hello, how are you? What's your name? And you may not remember the name, by the way, um, but just just the, the interact, the, the intentionality, I think that was the word you use. You like that word, right? It being intentional. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you say with your team. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very important because I think we can spend three minutes talking about surface level stuff that doesn't help us understand the person and what their next step is. 
And of course, there's some surfacey stuff there. I mean, that's normal when you meet someone. And uh, but we have to get to that key information that can help us to yeah. guide the person onto what is next, um, because mm. otherwise, may, they may stay at the level that they're at. And yeah. so, yeah, I think we, we intentional with our questions. Yeah. And so I, I, I've I, never I had some... someone get upset with the right no. questions. I've I've probably had someone get upset with the wrong question. <laughs> like we what? we joke about asking people, "Is it your first time?" Mm. And uh, which is fine if it's your first time, but if they've come five times and you just didn't see them, you've now communicated that you did not notice them. Yeah, and uh, some. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. That's not a good feeling. So maybe that's not a great question. There's a better way to phrase that, like such as how long have you been coming or how many times have you come? Yeah, uh, and I think yeah. it's just a really quick way f- for entry into who are these people? Because mm-hmm. if they say it's first time, it's it's like, okay, well, let me explain some things. If it's yeah. fifth time, how are you feeling about things? So the yeah. next question is dependent on that question. Hi, yeah. what's your name? Probably I'd say, that, where are you from or how long are you in city? I'd, I'd ask the how, that question. Just to, yep. I can understand, are they a tourist? Are they here for three mm-hmm. months? Are they living here? They've been living here 10 years. Just a, quick, just a quick understanding of them. You've got three kids here. What? Just a couple. And then uh, how, many, uh, how many times have you been or how long have you been here? Yep. And that, that opens up avenues, lanes of yep. other questions which I think does show interest in people. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone says it's the first time, ah, well, you know, the toilets are there and the kids' church there, can I help you? It's very, very clear movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or fifth time, have kids been in the kids' church? You know what to do there. You know, okay, well, how do you feel about church? So the, the, the questions are, are, are vibrant, are dynamic. Yeah. And although we do have some questions that we, we want to ask, um, it, it does have to stay very organic and, and all about the person. And then yeah. how can I give you information quickly about who we are and so you understand what you've walked into? And again, for non-Christian in Japan, I've never been to church, and a Christian from a Christian country, that's a very different process. Yeah. So, but it's fun. Yeah. You know, isn't isn't this fun? Do you like it? <laughs> yeah, I, I I do, and I think you don't want to overscript it. Uh, it's no. good to understand maybe the key things, you know, the key topics. But you can ask things a number of different ways, but you don't want to be working through a script and have it all mechanical. And and you might yeah. go off on a tangent a little bit about their work or something like that. Sure. So it needs to be fluid. But yeah. the goal is to understand the person. Yeah, yeah. And how can we help you? How how can we connect? And of course, in one corner we've got what we call the DNA corner, which is all about who we are, which is probably more for your Christians coming in. Yeah. Um, especially from certain countries coming in and they've got a yeah. pretty strong Christian background. Okay, this is would you like to know who we are? Grab that book, grab that PDF, whatever it is, and have a read straight away. Yeah. For the for us in Japan, with no knowledge of God, we could do that, but we also want to talk about um, what is church, who is Jesus. So, yeah. and then pass them on to, especially a Japanese person speaking Japanese is very important here. So, pass them on to a team member who's then going to engage them with what is church and who is Jesus. And also, we have afterwards we have Alpha, 
and a number of other processes where people can actually ask early questions. Yeah, because churches that are not seeing those form of uns, uns, uh, you know, not not yet believers coming in need to think through that. Yeah, because they're not going to understand a lot of our terminology. Even in fact, in the service, they're not going to understand a lot of things. They're not going to understand anyway. Mm-hmm. What what I want to do afterwards? This is flipping to the end now. That, that we have a short service. Maybe we'll talk about that on another video because I think yeah. these things are important for yeah. seekers. What do we do with seekers? Um, but at the end of the service, we have a one-hour service. At the end of the service, again, there's there's welcome, there's coffee, there's people, there's there's buzz, there's things happening, and we want to engage them on how was it. Mm-hmm. Again, Japanese are very kind, and they're going to want to interact. So um, pro- probably Hong Kong people have got more church background. They've been to Christian school or, or yeah. something. There's, there's more context, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. But still... For sure. Would you say the uh, probably the questions are almost the same? Yeah, yeah. I, I I sometimes ask them, "Why did you come to church today?" And uh, because maybe they've been away from church for a long time, or and just oftentimes that question yeah. kind of just brings out a bit more of their story. It's great, but it's yeah, it's almost the same. I mean, having lived in both cultures, it's still human principles yeah. that are that are quite universal. Sure. I um I met a young couple, Japanese couple, lovely. Um, straight away, did you come with someone else? Yes, I came with that family. I, and, and I turned around, he, they were there. Hello, thank you for bringing them. And I said, so how many times have you been? First time. You've never been to church? No, this is the first experience. We get this a lot in Japan. We love mm-hmm. it. Um, we get the chance to invite to them to experience for the first time. So I, I, I have a few questions I ask. So, so did you enjoy it, this young couple, young married couple, probably about 23? Did you enjoy it? Mm, yes. Now, most Japanese will say that. That's very, very kind people. Sure. Um, but so then my next question is, what did you think of the music? And they are oh, very surprising because our music is very contemporary. Um, oh, it was, it was very good. Uh, did you find the people friendly? Yes, 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 yes. And then I say, did you understand my message or the message? And they say, no totally don't understand at all. So it's quite an in-your-face answer. And I had that, like we came here 21 years ago. I had that answer back 21 years ago. I still got it two weeks ago. So I love this sequence of questions. And when they say I didn't understand, it's not a negative. It's an honest, it's really honest. It's actually refreshing. And then I asked the next question, okay, you didn't understand it all, but was it a positive message? And they always say yes, always. And that's what I want to hear as the pastor, you know, if they say it was boring or didn't. No, no. but but Japanese will give an honest answer. I didn't understand it. And then they'll give an honest answer to, was it positive? So the reason mm. why that's important, and some of you think, well, that's not really, you didn't really do a good job of communication. Uh, so you need to understand our context. We're taking people with no knowledge of Christ through, and it's a lot of fun. But the, then the question is, it was positive. So would you possibly come again? You know, like so. So you're going yeah. in a sequence of questions with this seeker, um, and they might say no, or they might say um, pull out their diary and say I could come in two months, or they might say I'll come when I can. Whatever their answer is, it's probably true. It, it, it is true, um, and so we just got to work with that. But the thing about question asking is, I found out a whole bunch of things about this beautiful couple 
And then, you know, where do you live? How can we help you? And you're with your friends and young married couple. And I might start to talk about, you know, marriage preparation course. They're married, but in Japan, very, very few people have ever done any marriage, yeah. uh, Christian marriage prep at all, ever. So I'm just thinking through avenues. We've got this, this, this. You don't have to do anything, but this is what we've got. We've got Alpha. If you want to hear more about who is Jesus. and So what about you, Richard? I, what, how would you work with seekers, actual genuine seekers with questions? Yeah, uh, depends if they're by themselves or if they've been brought by a friend. Uh, for example, we actually, me and Janice just recently invited our kids like homework tutor to church and she's like a uni student. And she brought her boyfriend, and I'm and I'm seeing them in the at, at church. It was a week after Christmas, and they had their hands up and everything. But she's I know she's not a Christian, but she said I went to a Christian high school, which is quite common here in Hong Kong. There's a lot of Christian schools, um, but her boyfriend is, is there with her, and they're kind of holding hands, and he's doing it as well. He's never been to church in his life, first time ever, but was. He was with his girlfriend and I think he felt comfortable. And so he was like very open and yeah, just asking him questions, same kind of things that we've been talking about. And, um, you know, if, if he'd like to come back because she's about to move to Korea, he's going to stay in Hong Kong and it's like, Hey, why don't you come back again? And, um, yeah, I mean, asking him also, what is it experience? What did he feel about church? And he said, it's great. You know, was was really good just very positive i very I very mm. rarely mm. i can't even think of someone saying i know right? something yeah. like bad yeah um we probably get less of the i didn't understand thing um right. I, and i think that's just purely the christian uh background of you know it, that's in our culture yeah um, thanks to many missionaries over many years but uh it's always positive. I mean, I'm not afraid to really ask any of these questions at all. I'm not no. not on the fence about it. It's just, yeah. this is easy to ask. Right. And I ask them, hey, what do you feel about God? Hmm. Have you ever thought about a, having a relationship with Jesus? And if you're in a church, you can ask <laughs> churchy questions. <laughs> you know, it's, it's different if you're on the street and you just met someone. But if you've just been, if they just sat through a church service, you can you can be very ask very honest questions and as long as you don't get upset by their answer right. like they might say i'm not really interested i just came because my girlfriend asked me cool no problem i'm not going to act shocked but i've never had someone be upset at asking you know quite direct questions about their you know their faith journey well that's really interesting richard because a lot of people are scared to, to bridge into these questions but you're right. People have just had this experience. Context. I think it's very human to ask, yeah. what did you think? What did you feel? Would yeah. you, like, and I think if we back away, then we have missed an opportunity. Yeah. Now, people can put their hand up and say, I don't want to talk about it. But again, whether it's Australia or wherever I've been, very rarely has anyone mm-hmm. ever done that. Yeah. They might say, you know, I'm, I've got to go, you know, different, different ways of exiting, but never mm-hmm. never rejection and that's yeah. why we're trying to train our teams who are not pastors but good team members just to ask good questions and mm-hmm. um maybe we can talk about this again and some others talk about it but i think it's really important that we do talk that 
people are very open with good very questions. Open. Yeah. And if they're in a church building and they've just yeah. sat through the whole service and they didn't get up and leave and then sticking around and they've got a coffee in their hand, like that shows you a level of openness that yeah. you should be able to talk about, you know, at least at a high level, their faith or church experience. It is not awkward at all. Uh, they could have left at any time. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have to be there on, on a Sunday morning. So I, I don't think any of that's off limits. Mm. And I've, I've never, I've never seen, experienced pushback. Yeah. In, in fact, the opposite is true. I think if we don't say anything, people will go away and say the church was unfriendly. I, I yeah. think there's actually yeah, a yeah. penalty for not asking Agree. and engaging. I think it's care. I think it's actually seen as mm. care. Yeah. So great. It's very, very positive. Mm. Um, wow. Cool. Well, yeah. I think we better wrap this up. We've been 40 yeah. minutes, so it's yeah. a big one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But basically, hey, we want to give people an awesome first experience and obviously an awesome second, third, fourth, fifth, and, you know, for the rest of their church experience, we want it to be great. But this is this is big. Let's keep working on it yeah. and uh, training our leaders in this area. So thanks right. for listening and we'll see you guys on the next video. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.